I'm Scott Guthrie, and I authorize the local bar to use my music for this show. You're listening to the Local Bar Podcast with your host, Chad Alexander. Come on in. We have a lot of friends we want you to meet. Well, hello there. From beautiful downtown Columbia, South Carolina, located right in the heart of Rosewood, this is the local bar. I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you could be, you've decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we're incredibly grateful. How you doing? Local bar can be found on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart. Most of you get it over there on Spotify. We appreciate that and appreciate what they do. Part of the Libsyn Network. Uh, you follow us on the socials, uh, local bar media on Facebook, and that's really the only place we really do stuff. Uh, but you can you can follow me on the Instagram, real Chad Alexander. I changed that a while ago just because it wasn't jiving when people were searching for me, so I I changed it. But if you want to reach the show, you can hit us up at any of those places and send us um, direct messages. It's the easiest way to do it. Hope you're doing well. I've got a uh, special guest. That's right. No crappy Don Merkel music on the show this week. We have real musicians in house. <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Not, not those kind that go around making money. All the rest of us uh, that are real musicians. Money. That's right. Who was that? I got Mr. Scott Guthrie in studio with me today. Starting off from the very top of the show. Scott, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. Chad. It's good to see yourself? you. Good, yeah, man. It's, it's been, been a little bit. You know, it's funny. Um Part of it is because my old job it keeps me go- kept me going all the time. But um, you, you and I, don't live that far from each other. No. But when you're a dad, and I only have two, you're rocking three kids over there. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand how in the world. It's survival. I mean, that's it. You, it's ridiculous how many directions you get pulled in. You know, whenever you're doing that stuff time that doesn't exist anymore yeah you got to speak up more in that mic i think <clears throat> hang on you get say something hola hello right. all right i think we got you there can you do i sound okay to you yeah yeah right, I'm, good. I'm not blowing you out okay no, yeah no. you're tracking now so um you've you've got a new you've got some new music out and I'm curious before we get into the music, and i, I seriously want to know this and people people so whenever i get uh emails after a show um, I get a lot of questions and people always have, you know, they'll ask certain things like, um, where does that person get their inspiration from? Uh, sure. does that person tour and stuff like that. But one of the things that does pop up every now and then, and I can tell there are other dads out there that listen to the show. It is how do you find the time? You, you are a working man. Yes. You got your own company. Yep. You have a wife that keeps you busy. You have yep. little girls that are tearing up half your Three house. Little girls running and crazy. Like one of them left a sink running and destroyed half your damn. Yeah, she did. House. Yeah, she did flood the whole thing. I am not kidding. He absolutely had to completely replace the the kitchen. Right um, downstairs, the, the kitchen, all the flooring downstairs, the the ceilings. House replumbed. It was a it was a fun time. Didn't you find asbestos or something? Oh in there? yeah, there it was. It was just full of asbestos. <laughs> I mean, it's like everywhere you turn, yeah. it's like hey, you think this project's going to go good there, Mister Carpenter. Yeah. Guess what happens now? Surprise. <laughs> That's right. So you, I mean, seriously, like you, you know, I, I think you know, people don't realize, or some people probably do realize. And I'm not talking about 
renting out time in the studio to go record. Right. You know, that's that's your money. Somebody's going to pay attention to you when you do that stuff. Kids aren't allowed in the jam room. <laughs> do, you, do you record in the jam room? Yeah, okay. yeah, we did. So kids aren't allowed in the jam room, or at least I don't think they are. It's fine. Um, writing around the house. I mean, we're, we're as a musician that's got an extremely – and we're talking your kids are 12 and under? Yeah, 12, 12 10, yeah. and 8. Yeah. So with that much chaos going on in your house, especially with the style of music you write that's, that's very deep, uh, very meaningful, your lyrics are, are always fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. Where do you where do you find that quiet time to write that stuff? Is the, do you like go in there and just like close the bathroom and, and just like start running the shower, making them think you're in the shower for two hours or something? Like sometimes it's self prescribed, and then I'm, I'll just be like, "Oh, well, I'm I'm gonna step outside for a little while. I'm gonna sit in the back porch, you know, put a little fire on, and I'm just gonna sit here and play my guitar for a little while and calm myself. And sometimes the wife will just look at me. Maybe I'm maybe I'm like a little twitchy or something. She'll be like, "Hey." uh, why don't you go outside and play your guitar for a little while? <laughs> that's a Cammy's a good woman. Let me yeah, tell you, she understands. A, that's yeah. pretty good. Well, um, you've uh, you you were on the show before a while back. Um, I know you've written a ton of music since the since the time we've been on. You haven't yeah. Like, yeah. published yeah. a lot of it, but anytime I come over to your house, you're working always, on something. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah, so like for me, I'm a little bit different. Um, my stuff seems to come in spurts. Like I'll have like days where stuff's working, and then it's off for my yeah. The, the brakes get pumped. You like Don's is I think Don's the same way as you are. There's, there's always something working, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you write a little bit, and even if it's everything that you thought it could be, you know, it's rarely that the next day. So then, you know, then you re, you you go through it again. You're like, oh well, maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do that. And what if I change this here? And it's just that process of, of working it. You see, I don't understand that. That makes no sense to me because if I can't sit down and write out an entire Beethoven suite in one setting, then it wasn't, it's, it's not, right. it's not going correctly. You know, yeah. that's just the, it has to be perfect from one chord to the next. One wrong note and no, this is done. I yeah, I know it, it requires obsession. Yeah. Uh, however unhealthy it may be. So that's, it's interesting you use that word. Uh, you know, I, um, I do get where you're. I, I, I know you're using that to an extreme, but I, I I can understand that there is more of a a very, I think a very healthy but very uh, driven passion. If that makes sense, it's a complete obsession. So do you, when you sit down to write, do you walk me through your process? Do you beat yourself up a lot? Oh yeah. Do you really? Oh oh, I I uh, I, I love to kill the baby, right? So I'll, I'll write something and then. Uh, I'll go through it and, and start reviewing it and be like, this isn't nearly as cool as I thought it was initially. And so I'll just start executing lines and right. just and just taking the survivors and throwing them into basically a bin and be like, oh, well, I'm going to come back to you later. You're, you're <laughs> worth keeping. Yeah. How, you know, when you, how long does it take you, I know it can vary, on average to write a song if you oh, look geez. into that kind of process. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it could be one of those where, I sit down and over like a night, I, I get a, a good foundation of it. And sometimes by you know, two days later, I've got a complete unit. I have others that like, I have song that I was working with, with Merkel on. And I mean, I think I've been working on that song for a year and a half. Yeah. It's just, it's just not quite ready. So well, it's probably because you were working with him on it. Well, um, there's that. You know, I, the reason I asked that question is because, 
Every time I hear one of your songs, it sounds like it. Do, it doesn't sound like you just woke up and pooped it right out. Yeah, no. You you do have a lot of there. There is like I said before a lot of there's like a there's deep emotions in everything that you write. Uh, there's something soulful Fair, in the way yeah. that you sing, and I think even the, the your your even your chord progressions are, are thought out to where every now and then they'll they'll surprise you. I, I really dig listening to your music. Thank you. So it, it seems to me that it, it feels like you're you're an artist. If you were a painter, it would take you freaking forever. Yeah, Cezanne. Yeah, I was gonna say, does it does it mostly yeah. feel like that to you that it really takes that long to, to really put something out? Absolutely. Do you, do you the songs that you can put out real quick though? Do some of them surprise you or? Uh, are, you are know, every once in a while, one jumps up and kind of bites me, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I have to tell myself, don't edit that. Like just just let that be. Really, that, she's fine. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about what was the inspiration. The, the music that you've got on Spotify now mm-hmm. all seems to kind of it, it kind of it does kind of orbit around each other. Um, yeah, it it doesn't not that it feels very different from stuff you've written before, but it it, it does feel like everything's kind of in harmony with with, with each other. Everything that I've heard, it's got so like a, a vibe. Yeah, sure. Where where did this come from? What what really kind of sparked you to get into this music? Or are these things that you've worked for a while looking for a, a solar system for them to orbit in? I, I think there are things that have been there for a long time. I mean, the I I, I played with a lot of Americana, and, you know, and this and that. But I mean, really, a lot of my influences, things that I, I really listened to on my own, were rarely like that. So this kind of gives me a chance to to go back into that a little bit and. And uh, you know, see what I can do to kind of throw my my paint at that canvas. Talk to me about the flood. Where did where did that come from? What was the what's the deal with that? Uh, it's just uh, I don't know. I was probably feeling overwhelmed, you know, and I was trying to process it. And and that was the the flood was the was the the, the overwhelming sensations, the emotions, the thoughts that I couldn't escape. So sometimes. I have something like that that I'm I'm personally like fighting with and I'm I'm wrestling with and sometimes it feels like by by putting it on paper or to song it, it almost you've you've inscribed it into something so it 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 haunts you less and kind of exists huh. in this other way. So when you when people say they use music as an outlet, does that does that does that really work for you? Oh, doing it's that? like That's therapy. Something? Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't talk to a person. I just I write it down. I've been spending way too much damn money. Then see? I should see. see? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the only thing it costs you is your soul. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That, that's you got me on that. What? Uh, you? I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. Our our good. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm, I thought I turned my. Sorry, my text <laughs> messages are coming through. It's been a while since I've been here yeah, in the studio, Scott. Right? Yeah. Our good friend Shelly McGee sang with you um, uh, on yeah. Antoinette. Am she I getting it right? That. Yeah, she yeah. killed that. I heard that song before. Y'all did that at uh, Foxfield. Did she sing with you at Foxfield? Yes, she did. Yeah, I'd heard an I'd heard a version of that song before with you singing it. I mean, you, that was one from a while back. That was like the uh, like the the rough tracks. That was just like the scratch vocal. Yeah, but I I remember hearing that and really liking it. And um, I don't think I'd I'd heard it in a while. And then all of a sudden, y'all played it. Uh, up at Foxfield one night, and Shelly got up and sang with you, and it was that was amazing. Dude, it's like, got teeth. When she sings it, yeah. it, it has teeth. Well, it's a great song, though. I mean, credit to you too. But yeah, I mean, Shelly blows it she out. She emotes. I mean, yeah, like oof. Yeah. What was it? You you work with Shelly a good bit? Um, no. Okay. No. She's just, just, just she's just a really good friend, and 
I, I don't know. I respect her so much. Just to tie all the pieces in here real quick. Um, sorry, professional podcaster for getting all my links and stuff. Shelly McGee has been on the show before. She has the band Cottontown Soul Society. Um, and she's uh, been on with Don and stuff, goofing around. So oh, yeah. she's been around. Um, Drinking beer. Yeah. Sitting on the couch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did that one weird podcast where I had something was wrong in the studio and I had all the gear inside in the music room. Oh. And I want to say it was the day that the the four of us went to the football game and Shelly oh, had the box. Yes. I want to say it was that day. It may not have been, that but I feel fun. like it was. And you had to split off somewhere for a bit or something. And we came back to the house and um, I had to go attend to children. Yeah. See, so yeah, yeah, the, the whole responsibility thing. Uh, for some reason, Maria and the kids were out of town that weekend and we sat down and Shelly saw all my podcasting equipment. She's like, well, let's set it up here in the living room. Let's go, we had, baby. We had wires going everywhere. Like, I took a picture of it. Maria's like, oh, oh my geez. God. She's like, people are going to think that's what our living room looks like. <laughs> like no, <laughs> that's, that's not what it is. Um, no, but there's a cool song. That, that song, Antoinette, is is really, I, that one is very, um, that's a very uh, heart-wrenching, just the, the, the tune of it. Yeah, I was. I, I'm. 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 Rem, I don't know. I, I don't say this much, but I'm. I'm proud of that one. Yeah, no, that, that was. That's. That's one. I'm. Uh, I feel good about. What. What. What makes you proud about that one? I. It tells the story. Yeah. Yeah. It. it I feel like it, it tells a complete story without, um, unnecessary narrative, and that's always the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um. I think the cool thing about it for me is just. It's one of those songs that really can just wash over you. I, I don't find many of those nowadays. Yeah. Like, you know, where you, you're sitting back. And like, if you were here in the studio over there on the big couch, just kind of sitting back, putting the headphones on, let, letting, you know, keeping the door closed, letting life be outside and just mm -hmm. letting it wash over you. Oh, it's it, so good. It's got that kind of vibe to it. Like, yeah. Do you, That's a huge compliment. So thank you. Well, I, you know, I, I love that. Well, you're welcome. You're, so, you know, it's all I do is give good people yeah. compliments, man. Um, is that. Do you have goals like that set in mind when you get a little ways into the song? Do you say, Hell okay. No. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah, like, it, I just want to finish the damn thing yeah, without throwing just, the baby in the trash. Yeah, can. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like can I not sacrifice this one? Like uh, please, <laughs> I don't want to have to sacrifice this one. Right. right. And and sometimes it's like for that song, I got part of the way through the story and I didn't I didn't have the resolution. Yeah, like I, it. I had to kind of come up with it, and I, I do this this weird thing where, like, I'll, I write about a lot of like relationships and and situations, but they're, I mean, they're not biographical at a hundred percent. I'll kind of I'll kind of take something I've experienced and then I'll I'll turn it into like a story in my head, and then I'll write a song like based on that story so that it's it's grounded in something. Yeah, yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it's cool. I can see what you mean by that. I mean, it's like uh, it's not like these are all about Cammy. No, just, just no, no, of, no. Only half of them. That's all it is. That's look, what, look, look, yeah. look. When you, when you write a song with a girl's name in it and it's not your wife, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a that's, that's a tough one to sell. Questions come up. So I will only use old English literature names like Antoinette. Oh, and that's, exactly. That's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. My next one is Ophelia. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 
what, it's a love song. You you've been a musician in this town for a while, been in some bands, things like that. You've got any plans to try to put this back together, put something back together, do a little bit? You know, you were playing. There was a place here in town you were playing at every week, and they COVID has crippled that thing. They closed yeah, the stale gone. house, right? It's gone. It's closed. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and that was, you know, that is what it is. Yeah, that play. <laughs> look, that, 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 that's the the human jukebox gig. You I, know, you I, know what I mean? I loved that play. I never went. It's called the Ale House. We all lovingly call it the Stale House. I I never went there and had a bad time. True. I, I always love that place. I think I got uh, hepatitis there a few times. It's I'm very sure. possible. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. But they had decent beers. They had their beers they, are like they had, nothing. They, they had really crappy were, pool tables, which were fun to play on. They were they were a yeah. Who who else has got <laughs> pool tables that got humps in it? It's a. Uh, they 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 really had dollar beers. I'm like, oh my god, they really have. That. And they had some decent. Places. They had decent beers too. So I went one night. Michelob Ultra was like on dollar beer night. That's not the best beer in the world, but I'll drink it for a dollar. You can get a Michelob Ultra. You can get a Gaelic Ale. You know, yeah. you can, I was like, all right, it's not a bad place. I hate the COVID claim that one. That was a yeah. that was a good place though. But so you you've done some stuff. You've you've had some uh, iterations of a couple bands over the past couple of years. Just I think, one. Well, I know, but since COVID, yeah, I think yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. kind of cut out for everybody. You've done more, obviously done more solo stuff, done more writing, and everything I have like now, that. Yeah. that. So, are, you, are there any thoughts to try to do something? Or are you? I think so. It's fun to a certain degree. Um, I, I'll I'll admit like, the performance aspect of it is not the thing that gets me off. Yeah, like it's fun to share and and to hang out and play the music, but yeah. I'm definitely not like the performer gene, the kid who just jumps up from the table and is like the da 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 da. You know, yeah. that's no. Yeah, negative. that's that's more me. Yeah, so I, absolutely, hundred percent. Like, I can't write a damn thing. You're there doing that. That's fine. <laughs> it's like we can do our own Elton John, Bernie Taupin thing if you want to. We'll yeah, figure that out. What, you know, it's funny that did you say that because I think anytime that you do perform, when you've been uh, either with bands or doing stuff yourself, or when just you know, put together something for. What was that for? Oh, was that for Don's CD release? You you played at that? Is that what that was? Uh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what that yeah, was, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you every time you play, like you know, your your music. I think your music translates to being live. You know, some people will write music, and if you don't listen to it recorded, you you miss it. There are other bands, um, and I've told people this before. One of the reasons why I fell in love with live music back when I was probably late high school was that I realized there were bands that sounded even better right live right and so your head explodes yeah, at that point and sometimes I've I've found sometimes it's not even the musicians sometimes it's just the music I've I've seen some albums not translate for a band that I know is a show-stopping live band right um and that's kind of that's kind of few and far between but it it can happen I do think your music translates live is it is it just something that you just don't dig doing uh, I mean I'm I'm not I, I'm probably just not comfortable in my my musician skin. skin. You know, you know, I like I learned to play guitar to like I don't know entertain myself, and like I was writing. Like that's that's the thing where I spend all my time. Like if I'm going to be cutting my teeth, I'm going to be doing it with a pencil and not the guitar. So I'm I'm a good sloppy rhythm player. You know, I can I can yeah. just chug through, but don't it, it don't expect something real pretty. You are a damn liar. Every dang one of us <laughs> learned to play an instrument for a girl, not for ourselves. That's, That's what true. we all do. That's true. <laughs> you talking hey, about, look, man. look, it's you like, got me, hundred percent. Um, I can, you know, I, I can really respect that. I think it. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think you ever have to be both. I think it's actually probably pretty damn near impossible to be both. Um, I think some yeah, people yeah, that's like the five tool player, you know, yeah. that's the, that's the, the Holy grail. 
Yeah. Right. And there's people that exist, and there's a lot of oh, them yeah. out there, but there's, there's not, it's not Few as common. Few and far between. Yeah, yeah. You know, I see some guys like, um, who's it? Chris Compton's one of those guys that writes music he can play. He's really talented. And he loves playing, too. He loves playing. I mean, he's not, like, jumping all over the place and going nuts, but he's he's a good performer. Yeah. And he's good. Um, I'll tell you, you know another guy that I really like? Every day? He plays at Dano's. I think every Wednesday. I'm going to give a shout-out to him. You know Brent Lundy? Hmm. Do you know him? I I ran into him. Maria and I saw him someone we first started dating. I had no idea who this cat was. And um, I want to say we saw him at State Street. He normally performs, I think, by himself. I think it's been a while since he's been in a band. And he'll he'll do a lot of covers. Great voice. Really cool stuff. Yeah. He has a little drum machine going and everything. He's got, he's, he's got his gig. Like Chris Compton. They've got their gigs set up. But... Um, Every now and then he'll he'll cut into doing something that's his own music. I'm like, God almighty, that's good. You know, you there it's are like when when, it, when, the, when the original song blends in and you and you don't notice. Yeah, yeah. Which is they, like, ah, oh, that my friend is a, a very successful song. They, they do the little medley. It's like I thought that brush stroke was going that way, but look at there. Wait a minute, but that was your song. How about that? Uh, and then of course our our boy Don. I mean, he and he's you know yeah. it's it's you get guys that write that music, they like performing and stuff like that with yeah. the band or whatever. I do think that's pretty. Um, I do think that's pretty impressive. I, I think, you know, I've been one though that because um, because I've been so driven to to perform. Because my my big thing, not that you asked, but I'll just throw it out there. <laughs> please, tell me, please. My big thing is I want people to have a good time wherever. Yes. It's not yes. about. It's not about everybody's like, oh, look at that guy, that sexy piano player up there. It's not that. I want everybody having a good time. That that's that, that's the thing I do. Like if if you're there, you're like I don't care whose music I'm playing. You gotta have a good time. It's like a gift that you give to the audience that they then turn around and give back to you. Well, yeah, and it's it is cool. It's cool to see people having fun. Like I I really like that. With the, the ladies get up and start dancing. Yeah, I mean it's just it's that's magic. I mean don't get me wrong. We've had some gigs when I was with the Blacksmiths. We played one time. We opened for the Blue Dogs at the Music Farm for uh, some private gig. It's cool. There's a lot of people there, and they're into it. But we've been some other places where there are five people into it, and we had just as much fun. We like we loved it. Like you know, there there is something. It almost becomes like a good practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Did we ever tell you about the time we played at Bar Figaro? Uh uh-uh. uh Two people. Nice. Oh yeah, the whole time. Like, that gorgeous room with the huge chandelier. It's like it's just uh, it's the Don Mark on the blacksmith's practice session. Yeah, so you show there's two people, and one of them's a sound engineer. <laughs> it was. They were on a date. And they showed up, and then they danced to one of our songs, which I had never seen that. And then they left, and then it was just it was just us. Um, the uh, the reason I bring that up is I, I've always been while that part has always been. I don't want to say it came easy to me, but it drew it drew me into music yeah. performing. Like you know, I I learned to play the piano when I was learning. It was to per, it was to perform. It really wasn't about. Playing Tchaikovsky correctly, yeah, sure, sure, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. It just really, my, and I was the my oh, my piano teachers hated me, and I took piano lessons all the way through through uh, high school, even a little bit into college. Um, and I still loved what I learned. I've forgotten half of it, but it's, um, it's like it's like, hey, I'm gonna play. I want to play major league baseball. You're like, I can have a hell of a good time playing co-ed softball, right? Right, right <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? This is still fun. So that's the thing. So, but so I never got into, never once did I even ask a question about writing my own music. I mean, I did, I, I did my own thing. And then when I got into college, I wrote. But I, I had some people that I wrote with, so it was a little bit different. You know, that's a whole different. Piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've always been more amazed that the, those of you that can do that, though. Um, I don't think people realize how hard writing music is. I mean, when we talk about um, 
bands that have hits. You think about bands that you love. You still have songs that you skip over, and those songs beat out a trillion other songs to make oh, yeah. that album. And I, it's one of the things that I think people just miss out on. And they and so for me, I don't mean to I don't mean to to to, to throw any shade on on the performers out there. You know, a guy like Ben Folds is a wonderful performer. He's also a brilliant musician. Amazing yeah, yeah. musician. So, so I, again, I'm not saying you have to be both of those or you can only be one of those. But for me, from my seat, I've always been amazed at that. And so when you talk about it, you know, bending your mind with a pencil instead of more with, with, with the music and everything, I, I, that, I, I really understand that. I wonder sometimes, you know, when I talk to people that, that aren't musicians, that just love music, mm-hmm. if they understand that it's not like we can put this album together in, in a week. Yeah, you know? no, it costs a lot more blood and tears than that. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not an easy thing. It's it's draining. When did you when did you start writing music? When can you remember you were like, I'm gonna start writing music? I remember um God, I was I think I could play three chords. I, I was uh in college, lived with uh Ace. Oh that's right. That's right. <clears throat> also so from Cottontown Soul yeah, Society. Yeah. Uh, I learned to play guitar playing chords that he could then solo over so we both got practice in oh really okay. made for real good drunk nights yeah yeah but uh you know i tried to write three chords and and some words that were contrary to any experience i'd, I'd had personally they're completely artificial you know you know what I mean? and they were like well, okay were, this was not good you were at the university of south carolina in the 90s yeah that that hootie was big everybody was big into three-chord yeah. music back oh, then. Dude, it was, yeah, just, i guarantee it you it was gcn i don't know what it was but i guarantee you it was a gcd <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. i mean it's just straight up yeah this was going to be cdg yeah, yeah. we're mixing it up <laughs> yeah i actually i guess when I went to grad school at Carolina as well for, I went for creative writing. And so I was studying uh, poetry and that's what I wanted to do. Um, you know, and I was just a, a middling poet. So, um, in the process, the lyrics, you know, are lyrical and the sense of kind of turning them to song didn't seem like a, much of a stretch. Yeah. And so I kind of play with it, but I didn't really play an instrument other than, the guitar that I would get when I was stressed out and would go, you know, play a, a Grateful Dead song on or something, <laughs> you yeah, know, you, yeah. you know, uh, and so years later, I started playing the guitar more and more, and um, I got to a point where I I was, uh, I don't know, just just trying to to put the two together, and it just made sense. Like, why am I trying to learn how to do one thing to express myself, and I got another way that I express myself, you know peanut butter and chocolate just you just mash them together <laughs> oh, it's, it, that's really interesting I, so i never knew that about you so you had this whole venture into poetry not with the purpose of turning this into songs just, no. but it was just your love oh, for it. No, yeah i wanted to be like you know a poet yeah uh, that was the that was the dream that was the goal and that that dream got just smothered yeah. as a young man. <laughs> like they, you know, if you think uh, musicians aren't paid well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah. Yeah. most poets end up writing greeting cards. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. That's tough. So you, so you got into. So let me ask you this question then. So you grad school, you're doing poetry, you're fiddling around with music. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? 
I know there's been tons of them. That's why it makes somebody may think that's a weird question, but for a guy like you that's written a ton of songs, is it, do, do you remember? Like, I'm not asking if you could perform it. it. I mean, just no, do, oh, do you, no, you remember which no, one No, I mean, is? I can't. No. When do you think it was? Was it not long after grad school? Was it? It was. It was in that period because uh, the teacher I had um, challenged me because he was giving me some guitar lessons. That it was. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh cool. Was, so. He was teaching me how to play some, um, a little bit of finger picking. Uh, it was, was Dicky, and he was, it was he taught me to play. Oh, a little, really? Little, okay, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. And so then I was in his class, and so he was like, you know, you should try this. And I, I was a terrible guitar player, and so I was like, you know, hell with this. This is Garth's garbage. Why, why am I gonna keep doing this? The, the, you know, the end result is crap. I mean, why, why do I want to be keep keep creating so, crap? So that question I asked you earlier, do you beat yourself up? Obviously, it started <laughs> oh, along yeah, that. Absolutely, you remember that part. You remember that yeah, story? Yeah. Can't remember that first nope. freaking song, but I remember when I beat myself up. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably forgot it for a good reason. It was, I'm sure it was trite. Oh, I'm sure it was wonderful. <laughs> what um, do you feel like you've written your best stuff yet? Uh, n- no. Um, does it matter to you if you have or haven't? Nah, not really. Yeah. <clears throat> I just, it, it's next one. I want, I want to keep birthing the babies. Your new stuff on Spotify, if I, I, I don't mean to make you, um, undersell it. I'm just curious if there's an underlying theme with what you were trying to say with this music. What do you think it would be? Um, persevere. That's that's it. Uh, I think I titled the EP after one of the songs called "Unglued." Yeah, you know, and uh, it's it's you know, there's a there's a lot of uh, expression of discomfort and uh and searching yeah so uh, i always think you know when you're in that process the most important thing for you to do is to persevere and just keep pushing just keep digging scratching clawing whatever it takes you know i um it's funny when i listen to the music i i i I can see that. I can see where it comes from. I know it's not just like you know i i I knew when we went through covid we're going to get into this all this covid i miss my friends music we're all in this together stuff your music doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like that at all this feels like it's it feels a lot deeper it feels like a lot longer you it's a it's a very um there are years in this music that's why i was asking the question earlier i I knew that antoinette was an was an older song not not as in like you know from not really Oh really? It, it actually well a couple years ago, but most of these songs were written a couple years ago. Oh, that's what I mean. Like yeah, I, I yeah. don't feel like they were. You know, I feel like there's that's some... one that kind of came together um, in a shorter period. And now there were revisions. Yeah. You know, um, but the the core of that song developed pretty pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I had a I had a clear picture. Part of it, there's an element of it that's that's biographical that that does give me the the like the pathos of it um but a lot of the details are you know you know just fabricated but like that it 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 propelled me into it very quickly and once it was through i mean hell it's a waltz yeah so i you know it 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 kind of kind of writes itself at that point what um were there other songs that didn't make this or just weren't ready do you have oh yeah oh i mean this this is the first four songs but i've i've 
Are you going to do? Of, a full, are you doing a full album with this? No, this is just. Um, I thought so. I'm, I'm going to do like these four songs are very. Yeah. They're they're in, in the like they said the same five. They're, they they seem to fit, and so I'm going to do that. And the next four, um, there, and then I've I've already I've I've got a few more already written that I've just got to get through and figure out exactly how I want to. Have you have color you start, them? Have you started recording yet or not? Not no. yet. No. No. Okay. Okay. no. I'm hoping to. That's that's. I want to get this out first. Yeah. And then, you know, into the, into the, the mass that is my social media presence, <laughs> which is like zero. But well, that's one more than what I got. So yeah. you're you're doing all right. So where where can people find your music? Where do they go to find out it's, more about it's you? It's on stuff? Spotify, Apple Music. It is uh, on Apple Music. Mm-hmm, TikTok. Because okay. um, my kids are loving that. Um, it's on TikTok. You're on TikTok. I'm on, I'm on TikTok, baby. I still have not downloaded. I keep that telling app. my kids, I'm like, you need to make I, a viral video. I feel, <laughs> I feel like such an old man because I haven't done it. But I'm just like, no, I, can't. I won't do it. I, I just look, can't. Look, I have, I have a Facebook page, and um, this is Zan's. I noticed you brought that back. Yeah, well, I set you, it up. You left for a while. Oh right? yeah, and yeah. and I'm still gone. But what I did is, I, I went in for this purpose. I set it up so that then the Instagram page will send to the Facebook page. So that I can just post photos and then like recede into the shadows. Is like a, I, I'm I'm a misanthrope at what heart. A great, so it's like what a great way to keep fans. That's <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You know? But you know what? Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like the worst marketing. It it's it's like <laughs> it's it's effectively suicide. Uh, uh, you know. But like, it's not. I don't I don't care. Yeah. Some, some of us understand Ernest Hemingway. I guess I don't know what, <laughs> I don't what the care. hell's wrong with you. So you can find it. You can find it on Apple Music. I had no idea. It's which, on all that all, all the streaming services. Which don't get me wrong. While I love Spotify and they are so wonderful to us here, they are a pain in the butt when you have a friend that has music and you want to try to listen to just their uh. damn music. Cezanne's Goose can be found on iTunes. Yes, and one, two, three, four. All four of them are up there. Yep, uh, they got the next song. Antoinette just came out. Yeah, uh, today. it's already there. Yeah, I was and, gonna say I didn't think it was gonna be on there. Yep, and then next week is the the final song and the full EP. So, and then I'll, I'll have that. That's done. And then oh, I, so you I, have I, five I can move along. It, it's a total five. of four songs. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm just releasing them individually as singles, just basically to figure out how this whole oh, machine got, works. I'm sorry, it's got the flood on there twice. That's cool. Why. You know, yeah, they can, cool. you can play it twice if you want. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, if you want to find them, Cezanne's Goose on uh, iTunes. I'll put some links up on all of our social media and stuff like that, too. We'll play a little bit of your songs coming up here. Scott, it is always good to hang out it's and talk with you. Um, any any other projects coming up for you? you, you be pl- are you playing anywhere live? Anybody mm, be able to find you? you not doing, yet. Doing the crawfish thing with Merkel down mm. there, the acoustic stage or anything? No, 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 no invitations. Um, but oh, I, they, I, they didn't I, invite me I, either. I, I haven't, I haven't actually been out seeking the invitations yet either. So, well, one day maybe if this guy's around. But until he's out there performing, you can find him. Saison's Goose, Spotify. You can find him on um, iTunes, and I, I dare I say the TikTok uh, where all the cool kids go. Scott, it's damn good to see you, man. Good to see you too, buddy. Let's catch up again sometime soon. All man. right, man. Take care.
that uh, that is the song I include that we talked about earlier uh, in the show. Want to say thanks again to my my main man Scott Guthrie for coming and spending some time uh, out with us today. You again, if you want to find his music, uh, it's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, and it is on TikTok. TikTok. See, I can't even say it. The adult me doesn't even want to admit that that thing's become a thing. All right, it's on TikTok. Cezanne's uh, Goose, you can find it, um, and then we'll have links to it over on our page and some, uh, and all of our socials. We'll, we'll we'll point to it. I it I always have a good time talking with Scott. He he's a he's a great guy, and uh, you know there's there's a there's a couple of things I'll say about him now that he's not in studio. Um, he's a great guy. He's a he's a great dad. Um, he is. Uh, he he really is a good family guy, and I and I always uh, appreciate watching people who really can make that balance work. It's hard. It's hard. Um, you want to be kind of a, an artistic person, but you need your time in order to do that. Um, he doesn't want to take away time from his family. He he does a very good job balancing it out. I, I don't think a lot of people do that. He will turn things down to spend time with his family. I think a lot of people don't realize. That's a, that's a big part of it. He does a great great job with that. I love the guy to death. But he writes some really good stuff. That that song, I love the jam of that song. I just dig it. And uh, I think you'll like it too. Check it out. And again, that one, Antoinette, is sung by uh, our good friend and friend of the show, Miss Shelly McGee. I was working part-time at a five and dime when I met her. She was my boss. If you're a friend of Prince, you'll get that. Um, so Scott brought up a, a, a lot of really cool things, and and I, and I enjoy talking to musicians, real ones, not not the, not the ones that just play them on stage like me, real ones. Uh, when they talk about what they do and how they put time into their music and their stuff that they throw away, and, and things where they they don't ever really start over again. Maybe in some cases they do. They just maybe start the idea over again. You know, the older I get, the more I realized that uh, my Atari and my Nintendo um, did a lot of negative for me. Um, there was something about starting a game, especially one of those ones where you had to kind of build a character. And uh, you, you realized when you started, oh, if only I had known this. When I had started, I would be better off. And so you hit the reset button and you go back to the beginning with the knowledge that you have now. Now, there's a lot of cases where we can go and get knowledge from people. Google is one of the best universities out there. YouTube is one of the best universities out there. They don't, they don't really cost anything to go to them except maybe your privacy. But uh, there, there are ways for us to go out and learn uh, from people that have gone before us and, and find ways to, to, to do things in an easier outcome for us. But what I find is when people think they can apply that to their life, in some cases they, they do. Uh, they'll, they'll go to start a business, they'll work for somebody else, they'll realize it's not the same, and they'll kind of tear it down and start it back up again. There, there is something kind of um, lifeless in, in, in those productions. Uh, 
I, I think people that, that learn to see something through to, yeah, you maybe scrap it and start back over again, but you're still, you're still carrying something with you. You, you. you still have to also carry the mistakes forward with you as well. Those, those lessons of, oh, you know, I made this decision last time. Maybe I don't want it to be the decision I make this time. You know, we, we forget that. I think, um, I think talking to a musician like Scott that makes music that really comes from somewhere deep down. And uh, whether he really says it or not, I can tell he, he judges his music by how it represents where it comes from. That's that's not something that can be um, fabricated by a template that was done before. Each time there's got to be something new to that. It's interesting that Scott mentioned that he wanted to be a poet. I never knew that. I, I really didn't. That was a surprise to me. Uh, I had never heard that story. And I find that interesting. I, you know, out of the poets that I knew uh, personally, and I, I've, I've known a couple, um, everything is new. I mean, there there's a couple that, that I think are kind of funny. Like, I don't know if you know this or not, but I think it's almost every single one of Emily Dickinson's poems you can read to the tune of The Yellow Rose of Texas. Kid you not. Go, just go find one. Google one. And for those of you that don't know the Yellow Rose of Texas, go, go find it on iTunes and play it. And you can sing almost em, any Emily Dickinson's uh, poem to, to that song. I believe that's the case. So maybe some people have a secret template. Um, but it's it's always got to come from somewhere else. You, you, you don't really write a poem uh, the same as you write uh, the, the last one you did. Um, it's got to feel different. It's got to, to, to sound different when you're speaking it. And I, I think musicians that do that uh, to me are, are not only very talented, but they're very bold and brave in doing that. I think there's something that we can all learn from that though. I mean, you don't, you don't have to be a, a musician or a poet or a writer or anything like that to be bold in your own life and to, and to look for your artistic ability. You can you can find something within you that you want to use to express somewhere else. I, I'll tell you I'll tell you one that'll that'll shock you. I'll talk about my wife here. Um, we we have been very big. We've talked about the E two M program that we joined last July. We've talked about that a good bit. Uh, I've had Jeff Spoon who started the uh, the movement here on the show to talk about what that program is, how it's not like just some diet thing. It, there there really is a a a, a, a overall health program to it. But one of the things that they want to do is obviously they want people to uh, share uh, their successes and and they not I mean yeah brag about it outside of it like like we do so that people know about it so they can spread the word around but that's not really what they ask for they ask for you to share pictures of your successes within the group because they want you to continue to inspire people to to be where they are now my wife gets so mad about her own goals. She, she'll feel like she's doing great, then she says she's not, and it's ridiculous because she's doing fantastic. But I will tell you that she finds time each day not only to post a picture or post something motivational, but to also keep up with a group of folks. I think she's in multiple groups within that group 
that are accountability groups, that are positivity groups, where people are just cheering the other one on in some cases. That takes time, it takes effort, and it cannot be faked. You have to really feel that. Now, she goes to work. She's exhausted from working out. She's exhausted from the kids. She's exhausted from you know being married to this. Whatever the case may be, she still will stop and find a quiet place, and she will, will let what she's really good at come out, and it makes a difference to the people around her. That's the same as art. It's beauty. It's, ins- it's inspirational. It grabs people by surprise. It gives them something they didn't know they needed. That that is that is an relating to other people is an art form. Maybe you haven't made enough quiet time or just the time to let your mind get right and find a way for you to express what you're feeling inside. Maybe you've never been bold enough to do that thing you've been thinking about. Maybe you're worried about messing up and there's not a reset button for you to hit. Okay. All that's true. If you're an adult on this planet, you don't have as much time as you used to. You've got a, a million things in the world to do. But I, I bet I bet you can start to carve out moments. You know, I've done this show for 15 years. Yes, very inconsistent. I understand that. No, not for 15 years. Sorry. Since 2015. (laughs) Can't do math. I've been doing it since 2015. Mostly on the weekends, usually on Sunday nights, right? Okay. Um, But I was going through my divorce when I started this. I was going through my job. I was dealing with a whole lot of crap. Never thought I would have time to do this. Now I find if I don't make time for it, There's a part of me that's missing. And like I probably sound right now, uh, in need of a lot of practice because I've been off for a bit. You can find the time. I promise you, you can. The challenge really is finding it within yourself. One of the things I think is brilliant about Scott's music is that he's found his voice. Scott knows what he wants to say. Oh, he may not know the song and exactly how it's going to come out. But Scott, while he talked about not really being uh, driven to be a performer, getting up there on stage, the live performance isn't something that he really he really likes doing. There is an expression. And, and what, is, what Scott's saying, he may not realize he's saying it, is he has found his voice. He has found that thing that he wants to say. And there are people that go their entire lives never finding that point. But I think it's because we don't spend enough time with ourselves. I do believe in in having a journal. I do believe in taking at least some quiet time somewhere in your day for yourself, even if it's just 10 minutes. I do believe in prayer. I do believe, uh, you know, in me being a spiritual kind of guy. I do believe in believing in something larger than yourself. I do believe in challenging yourself. And when you start getting into all that, it's like, well, how do I, how do I have time for that every day? You can find it at lunch in your car. The biggest, the biggest thing with it is the consistency. You see, that's one of the things about Scott. We may not have underscored enough. That man is always playing or writing. And maybe sometimes it's just for fun, or maybe sometimes it's with a purpose, but he's always doing it. 
One of the things that I found out in this Nintendo game that is my life without a reset button is that uh, consistency is so much better than perfection. The times in my life that I've been the best at what I was doing is when I was consistently showing up and doing it, not when I was trying to perfect it. Because any good artist will tell you they've never perfected a damn thing. We always find flaws in what we have, but that's okay. Somebody else is going to find it flawless. That's how they see it. That's how they hear it. That's how they interpret it. That's theirs. I just need to be able to put it out there. Where are you with your voice? Where are you with the 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 way you feel about yourself? Where are you with your purpose? And are you spending enough time with yourself to know what that is or what it possibly could be? Eh, maybe it's something you need to do. Maybe it's something we can all do. In the meantime, check out Scott's music. It certainly is worth a listen. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com. I know you better than you think you know yourself. You're not so different.